0: bat a dozen batmen burst through the skylight and rappel down lighting uh birthday cakes on fire and we zoom out to reveal a name written in in glittering love zach s shout out to zach s who brings you this episode of frame rate the show where we rate frames i'm one
1: of your hosts michael swaim i'm abe epperson i'm the other guy and this is a pick the flick at frame rate
0: Decided to start it with due celebration and pomp and circumstance this time. Probably slighting every other previous patron who did not get so nearly a warm welcome. But thank you, Zach S., for patronizing us over at patreon.com slash smallbeans at the Pick the Flick tier. And oh boy. Oh, if you could see me, I'd be rubbing my hands together like the legs of a happy (laughs) cricket. Because uh, you're, you're getting all the bang for your buck this time, my friend... Guest, please introduce yourself
2: now. Hello, my name is Daniel O'Brien, a podcaster and writer from New Jersey.
0: (sighs) Boom, slam dunk. Wow. The quick question
1: guy. Yes. New Jersey.
2: I know. I'm a little surprised at myself that I led with podcaster. That's kind of a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) not to me sir not to me
0: (laughs) pan across your mantle past the emmys to like homemade wooden things that just say best podcaster
1: damn you got the best podcaster award fuck i was up for that
0: your media home is where your media heart lies um daniel thank you so much for being here it is a perfect i think pairing as we've actually covered this director together before
1: yes Yes, we yes. did. A, by design, uh, by design.
0: Yeah, smart. Uh, in in the loop. What, what did we do? We, we did, did in the, the loop, loop. I yes. think. In the loop, the yes,
1: because yes. uh, uh, we're Yanuchi heads.
0: Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and we—that's well, right—as Zach must clearly be. And um, we usually let the guests like take the first bite out of the apple and sort of guide the conversation. So, what do you think? What's your history with Ianucci? Because I know there is a bit of one. And how did this stack up? As far as Ianucci films go,
2: for you, uh, I love it so much. It's yeah, right. My <laughs> it's really good. my, I think it's my favorite of his films. Uh, it, I rewatched it again yesterday for this podcast, and it really made me want to be a writer. Right. <laughs> it's it's he's he's just. It felt like a uh, an. This is going to seem like a slight, but it's not. It felt like an extended episode of Veep in a lot of ways, where it's just, let's get a bunch of the worst people on the planet and give them a lot of power and put them together and give them a crisis and just watch all of these fucking petty ants squabble with each other. It's so great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's important in art because it also zooms out and says, and that's... That's the government. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's yeah. like life. <laughs> that's right. These are the powers that control everything. It goes on, on and on and on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These damn ants.
2: The thing uh, that I'm 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 yeah, I'm most curious about Ianucci is that uh it's it seems very clear, undeniable, that he this is the view that he holds of of the people that we put in power. That they're just human and in fact they're some of the worst humans. They're petty and they're insecure. And they're duplicitous. And uh, isn't that... You know, sometimes it's, it's scary that they're running the country or the planet, mm-hmm. but also isn't it a little bit comforting that they're just a bunch of weird fucking guys like the rest of us. I'm very curious uh, his opinion on people who aren't in power. Like, I don't know if, if, if his view extends down to the rest of humanity like does he think we are all shitty duplicitous people yeah. or does he think that like no firmly anyone who rises to this supreme level of power is by design a a garbage petty narcissist egomaniac insecurity <clears throat> idiot we have we haven't really seen him deal with like uh, uh, like like people like um, you and me i guess <laughs>
0: Although, I mean, not I'm not a virtuoso pianist who stands tall in the face of fascism, but I do think they have that woman, Maria, maybe? Uh, The pianist in the movie who sort of represents, Mm -hmm. um, but maybe not the common people so much as the people who are willing to resist, Mm -hmm. um, because it's her hate note that coincidentally, you know. Uh, coincides yeah. with Stalin choking to death or what does he actually die of? Do we know brain hemorrhage brain yeah. hemorrhage? That's right. Okay. Um, I had never seen this movie at all or even heard of it, even though really. Um, yeah. Do like Iannucci stuff quite a bit. Um, i not never enough to like seek it out and exhaustively complete his stuff. And just to, to realize there's a movie of this caliber where the writing is objectively this funny and good. That completely escaped my notice was shameful. But also, what a treat. Oh my God, It's like I discovered, you know, extra pie in the fridge that I was yeah. like, I didn't know this was here. um, because this movie's so of my alley in terms of uh, I don't I' don't mean to attack this thing completely from the wrong end, but it also had sort of a waltz with Bashir effect on me where, Uh, there's a scene at the end where the mask is ripped off and it's completely like, Hey, all joking aside, um, this is fascism does this. And it's pretty awful to watch. Right. This is the stuff humans do to each other. Okay. Back to viewing it through a thick layer of irony, but just so you know, for a second, like this is what we're talking about right here. And, uh, God, I love shit like that. I love that maneuver. I love how it's handled. It has Buscemi as Khrushchev. <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> believe I didn't. He, it feels like a failure as a comedy writer to not be aware of this movie. Um, and, yeah, it's definitely my favorite Iannucci, It Veep included. It is, uh, but which is easier. I mean, you don't have to sustain the brilliance over as long a period. But it reminded me of my experience reading, like, Animal Farm and, you know, the highest- uh minded satires that I've ever encountered. In fact, it's yeah. such good satire that I have a strong feeling that it's the exact kind of satire that's in that range where it embraces like nuance and irony to a degree that the only people it's preaching to already believe all those things. <laughs> and it's yeah. probably, you know, like they did that study on the Colbert report where they're like, look, if you don't get it, you just ignore it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how effective it is as a satire bomb to like affect the course of history. But man, it's spot on. It's like a New Yorker cartoon you read and go, ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The politicians,
2: <laughs> they are like the ostriches. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: There's so many quotables as any, you know, Iannucci film has. I mean, the TV shows as well, Veep in The Thick of It. Um, I think my favorite from this one is you rude fucking pies <laughs> <laughs> uh it's just every time I think of like who who he features in his films and his t v shows, I always just think of you need a good insult uh and this one is plenty of course,
0: yeah, yeah and the occasional nod to people who are uh like people who are just passers-by or it's just that, hey, it's a living. So the uh, guards outside Stalin's office, I really, when I finally understood what I was in for, were, I think were the lines, should we investigate? Should you shut the fuck up before you get us both killed? <laughs> I was like, man, I could see a whole college, series of college humor sketches yeah. about those guys, just those two guys set in this just, universe. Those so same think that two
2: guys who are posted the next, still posted the next they're morning when the, post- the 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 nurse or the the housekeeper comes in and then like opening the door for her knowing like oh phew it's no longer our problem this is it's, now she's <laughs> the At one. one point
1: they literally asked can we go <laughs> like and it's just like no you can't fucking go uh i that's probably the closest we'll get to an answer for uh dan's question uh mm-hmm. there are the little like The powerless people, the people being told what to do, and everyone just kind of nods their way through it. You get the sense that uh, there's awkwardness from the underlings, but they don't have like the power trip. In fact, they have to learn it from the assholes like one of the best tricks I like from all of his stuff is that anytime in a, in an you film or show someone shows any form of kindness whatsoever, especially when it's real, because most of the time it's usually some kind of performative tactic. That person is punished completely for it. Just usually braided by whoever is in the room. And that tells me that it's like, yeah, everyone's awkward and everyone is like not good at, communication or not good at conversing not that clever but the people who are clever learn to use this power against each other and that system causes people who would otherwise not be monsters to become monsters it's kind of a a cyclic there's a cyclic aspect of it that i think we mentioned as well
2: yeah i think one of the scenes that um, that uh because I have I've now watched this movie 6 or 7 times in the few oh, years wow. since it's it's come out. Um but for reasons that escape me, the like the inciting incident, the the concert with Patty Considine and Olga mm-hmm. Kurylenko, the that they have to redo that concert, I always forget that that's in this movie because I'm so caught up with the committee that that yeah occupies the bulk of the film, that I always forget, oh yeah, they start with this Mozart concerto, with, uh, which does a phenomenal job of establishing uh, just how terrified everyone was of Stalin. Uh, it's a thing that I forget every single time I watch it and get reminded mm-hmm. again, but watching it this time, I really loved the back and forth between Patti Considine and whomever was the other person who worked at the concert hall when Patty's like i need to call him back in 17 minutes 17 minutes from now or 17 minutes from when he called yeah, i don't know yeah. <laughs> well how long has it been how long has it been so far 30 seconds are you sure yeah. i don't know like this guy who is so <laughs> terrified of stalin that he refuses to commit to like has it been 30 seconds li- yet it's like no i'm not gonna be you're not putting my head I'm on the, the box. yeah this. i'm not yeah, absolutely on this. This not is your thing you're the some amount go. of time has passed and
1: yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it. it, it he kind of does that a lot with a lot of his characters throughout his like canons, you know, yeah. like there's always a character who is that it's kind of, it's kind of alarming in this movie, but kind of really cuts to the heart of what he's good at. Um, you get multiple characters like that because everyone is terrified. It's not just like the intern, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's literally the country. Uh, and that has that's a game he hasn't played before. I also like that this is the only time that he gets to kind of hide behind the fictionalization of historic events, which is kind of already kind of have this kind of has this fairy tale thing about it. So it kind of feels like it's not as I don't know. It's kind of it's it's actually darker. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> but I, it's I think it's it's super by time. design
2: that that nobody nobody tries to do a russian accent everyone is like fully their own yeah. voice like jeffrey tambor is jeffrey tambor with just a toupet american <laughs> accent yeah. yeah yeah
1: and everyone else is mostly british So, oh it didn't british even accent. occur
0: to me that tambor doesn't even do a british accent like they're not no. doing the thing where yeah but I, semi doesn't sub either. this accent for this accent they're like just do your voice man it's yeah. fine we're all podcasting yeah, it's, here and it's yeah. <laughs> way it's a way good choice
1: it's a way good choice for this satire
0: because it's just like what's It's smart. I also think the orchestra serves as a pretty spot on metaphor, which I think is why animal farm comes to mind or even the New Yorker Mm -hmm. cartoon ideas. You're like apt. That's so apt when they're like, Hey, it's like a farm and they're the pigs and the pigs become the humans. I got that same thing from the orchestra where it's like, ah, I see. That's also what they're doing. Right. The, the man who brought you this magic and made the music is gone but we're gonna try and keep it going anyway or somehow Mm -hmm. scramble and recapture that and do it again let's do this thing that's impossible to orchestrate um we have to do it again i can do it says barry i can do it says khrushchev and um you'd like everyone just trying to make do with the pieces they have and i really like that i just love how that's like a continuing through line and yields some of some great jokes like the gag where that's just sort of the Kafkaesque nature of bureaucracy gags, but they, they still work on me, like realizing that they start by saying, we want to track down this girl that was in this photo of Stalin to be in a photo with mm-hmm. me to legitimize my deal. And then they're like, well, here's a bunch of girls who auditioned to play that girl. And they're like, no, I wanted the real girl. And they're like, okay, here's the real girl. And they're like, okay, the and they're like she's too tall. Give me fake girl again. She's yeah. yeah. a fucking then, ostrich, he then he they says. St- then they stand on a balcony and wave
1: together. You can't even see the girl because the way the balcony yeah. It So it's it didn't all matter. <laughs> it's all signifying nothing. Yeah. Yeah. There's I do get a bit tired of the constant calamity. Like sometimes when every situation you just already know it's going to dissolve into its basis parts, it becomes hard to look for any what, like hope whatsoever. Right. And I know I'm not supposed to assume, like assume anything would ever go right in these films. Uh, but I just like to, I think I like it best when there's like a curveball. you know what I mean? That's that's interesting interesting
2: because Mm -hmm. I've, I, it's, it's a wild thing to say, but, uh, I find myself so rooting for Khrushchev in this movie, and and like yeah, like yeah. like when Barry loses, I'm like, yeah, the fucking yeah. good guys won. <laughs>
1: and then you see his burning body, and they're like, yeah. oh, and he goes, "I'll yeah. bury you in history,
0: yeah. you fuck." Yeah. You're yeah. like, all right, all right, calm down, Khrushchev. <laughs> and they're just like,
1: now we can finally wash our hands. Of I this as the I-N-I-C- body's burning. One of
0: Iannucci's unique gifts is sustaining a world that I'm actually still engaged in where so most fictional worlds when a new character enters i'm neutral on them and i'm like let's see what their deal is i wonder ianucci actually gets to the point where a character i've never met before is coming into the story and i go all right here comes this asshole yeah their (laughs) fucking problem is and uh the only thing i can compare it to is seinfeld it reminds me like where there's no one redeemable and there's also the same kind of eye to casual human foibles blended into it like it's amazing to me that in this very arch satire about you know power consolidation in the Soviet Union it also has observations like you know how you get drunk and you make notes and then the next day you read the notes and you're like what the fuck is this (laughs) Um, they do that with Khrushchev or when the daughter Svetlana Stalin's daughter is in the middle of despairing uh, all this on-point satire, like, oh, the, this is you know what's going to happen to me because my dad died, um, the power vacuum, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then she looks at a lamp that's on a chair and goes, "Oh, who would put a lamp on a chair?" <laughs> 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 just keeps crying. Like, I love that. There's these tiny things that are just like Arrested Development moments, like just yeah. jokes, just mm-hmm. not not political satire in the least. Just a funny yeah. joke
1: one of my favorite ones of those is when the autopsy is happening in front of them. And just immediately, they're like, Oh fuck off. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like oh, you can see his brain. Oh no. You can see incredibly strong skull, though. <laughs> you know, like they're, they're still kissing his no, they're, ass. They're kissing Stalin's ass from beyond the grave.
2: <laughs> that leads um, into, um, yeah. one of my vastly. Fa- yeah. It's easily, fuck. uh, my f- favorite scene in the movie. Yes. One of my favorite comedy scenes in, so good. in my life, I guess. I'm, I'm trying to pin it to like the last 10 years, but no, it's pro- like my entire life. Just it's him walking in here, screaming at all of those doctors. He's worried they're going to – they're trying to – American doctors are trying to take his father's brain, leave him his brain at least, and then he's going to each – Doctor, how old are you? I'm old. You're not old. You're not even a person.
1: Yeah, to the other, <laughs> other guy's like you're a testicle.
2: Just <laughs> going through each doctor, roasting them, and then a a, a device. You're that, made
0: mostly of hair. You're made mostly of
2: hair, and then a, a device that if someone had submitted it to me in Cracked, in a sketch, as a pitch, I would have thrown it out as cliche and garbage, but here it works, he just takes out a gun and starts firing, and it's so fucking funny. I can't think of a funnier way for a person to walk into a room. He storms (laughs) in, yells at everyone, takes out a gun. It's pure chaos, and I love it so much it's also that his
0: entrance line is leave him alone you're killing him and his brain is out (laughs) on the table
2: (laughs) you'll kill him
1: he's he's the fucking whirlwind they've got a machine
0: that's filling his brain with american
1: lies (laughs) he also has the best shot in the movie which is when later he
2: spits on
1: himself
2: tries to spit
1: (laughs) at someone and the
2: spit like flies up and lands perfectly on his hair and then he looks up at it it's oh my god it's magic
1: It's, it's like what they use it
2: what's funny about that shot is
0: i then watched the trailer afterward for the movie and they use that shot as the money shot for the trailer they're like yeah we we could not have planned for this this is pizza on the roof this is like we just got to use this shot in the trailer
1: (laughs) it's I love uh, – God, there's so many ge- – what a cast, by the way. It's yeah. insane. Michael this, Palin is in this. Like, that's that's oh. what makes
2: me – That was the most surprising thing about the fact that Michael hadn't seen this movie mm-hmm. is the casting of, of Michael Palin because I know you love Python. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and uh, comedy nerds unite around Python, and Michael Palin is not someone who works a lot. You don't see him pop yeah. up in things, so I figured right. if if he's in something, it's a big deal, and it would land on your radar somewhere, but I guess... It just if didn't. I
0: had heard of this, it would yeah. have sucked me in, but I did not. When, so 2017, okay. What yeah. was mm-hmm. I doing? Well, mm-hmm. getting laid off of crack, so I was distracted. <laughs> um, the death of crack. It was to the point that I clicked on the link or whatever, you know, started playing it thinking, um, I wonder what this will be about and then a second end going, Oh, Oh, literally the death of stone. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I had no idea. I thought it might be some allegory or some buddy comedy with just a weird title, but, uh, I think, I, I think I uh, went into it knowing
2: absolutely nothing. Uh, I don't remember the trailer, but I, I think I knew the cast and I knew that they were using their modern native accents instead of trying mm-hmm. to, to be Russian, and that fact alone was very interesting to me. It's like, oh, this will probably be fun and weird and silly and stupid. Right. And then I fell in yeah. love with it. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's really and... freaking good. Yeah, but as really far as... Does... Uh... Go ahead. Well, I, I was going to change topics, so if you have any thoughts on... No, just because
2: you, you brought up casting, which took me to to Michael mm-hmm. Palin, but the real... This uh, Simon Russell Beale, who played Barrier. Beria? Beria? Uh, yeah. Beria. Be- Beria uh, yeah. I'd never seen him before. The penguin and as he, he is, is in my he's the, <laughs> Yeah, the penguin. He is a Dick fucking monster in this film. He is so good. I'd never seen he's him so before good. in anything. I don't mm-hmm. know. He might be one of those guys who's like spent his life on the stage or is in some British sitcom that I don't know or some British – like he might mm-hmm. be a, a movie star – across the pond um, I'd never seen him before I don't think I've seen him since and he was just this guy who is surrounded by Tambor and Busemi, like these acting comedy giants here's this guy I've never heard of who is running away with this movie he was so yeah, good in it
1: almost takes it entirely he's mm-hmm. he's. it's crazy how much Ianucci actually does the one thing that I thought was interesting or in this watch is that like most of the time in the TV shows and especially in the loop, uh, there is catharsis, but there's not a ton of like empathy that I feel for these people. Really? You know, uh, this one really does tackle like the tender sides of some of the monsters in a way that I don't think uh, he's done in his career so, uh, as often. And one of the main characters of that is, you know, uh, a barrier because he, you know, he does actually have, everything is a maneuver. That's for sure. But he actually does feel like oh, we should let people get out of prison. Like I understand Stalin was a monster and I'm trying to cure some of that. I want power, but I want to cure some of that. And in the, some of the moments where he's, We've seen him in rooms basically just order deaths of dozens of people. He yeah. also is like, Oh, I'm sad that this person ha- I like I fucked this person's life. And that's yeah. not as expected from a Yanuchi. That's character. that's true.
2: I I feel like he similarly humanizes Khrushchev, like like that that the opening detail of him mm-hmm. go home, tell your wife everything that you said and how it went, and then review it in the morning. That's right. like such a Endearing. dorky human thing to do that really mm-hmm. endeared him to me for the entire film. I think that that must be why I'm rooting for him. Just like these shots of him getting undressed at night and, and reliving his evening with his wife while she's taking notes. And then in the morning, getting dressed for work and trying to decipher his drunken ramblings. I'm like, I love this. I love th- this, this little, this team, this husband and wife team. They're yeah, clearly exactly. on the same page. They've They've got a thing worked out. And it's, it's, it's so fun and sweet. Right. I love Khrushchev. (laughs) I love Khrushchev. You keep saying, Daniel. Uh,
1: (laughs) It's a lot different from what his, I would say, is normal kind of operation is. Which is like the Arrested Development, like Job in Arrested Development, or Jeffrey Tambor in, in Arrested Development, and Jeffrey Tambor in this is Malenkov, and so Malenkov has these moments where he's just straight up pitiful, you know? He's just like he's just like he almost uh, gets on the kill list because I'm gonna be blamed. This second, shit sec yeah. is gonna be blamed, you know? It's like he, <laughs> I'm Zoidberg. <essentially. laughs> oh, you know what my favorite one is? My favorite one is when he is agitated and. T- Talking to Khrushchev while he's It's in the scene after he's gotten his photo Taken and they're like pacing down the hall And there's just an Like like someone comes in Just like a person with papers or whatever And he's like I will deal With whatever horse shit you have Presently (laughs) (laughs) Which is So good it's just like such a perfect Joke about being spineless and just Crying like a baby in order to look firm And powerful it's so good Right. It's pretending so to be
2: in charge, deciding right. you already have an answer for something before you even know what it is. But just yeah, like, exactly. no, you're going to be decisive about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and also, <laughs> they, I don't have any real power. Uh, they and that's show him he,
0: uh, the version. Oh, uh,. Mr. Malankov, the portrait where your cheekbones are pointier is done, and he looks at both portraits and goes, I would like that one to be destroyed.
1: Yeah. It's it's very good. But I mean, like, when we get back to the empathy thing, mm. that's usually like the MO of these these stories, these Iannucci tales, right? It's it's always well, he's just so sad that in the end, he's by the end of the scene, he's essentially stripped naked and crying. And there's no way that you as an audience member can be like, yeah, fuck that guy. You know, like, yeah. he, oh, really? Oh, I, I mean, sometimes you feel can feel like
0: but I feel like when I watch a new Nucci thing, I come away with. Oh, yeah, I empathize with all the people off screen, the millions yeah. crushed under the weight of this system. Fuck all these people.
2: I feel oh, the same sure. way. I feel like Ianucci picks a movie like this specifically because it's like, I don't need to create a single character for you to root for or to feel bad for. We agree that these are all monsters with too much power. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's watch them be shitty for an hour and 46 minutes or whatever the runtime is. Yeah,
0: but that's in the grand scope. I assume Abe you're talking about in tiny intimate moments, who's carrying the empathy of the scene or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: um, to me, it's more of like in the thick of it, I forget what it is named Glenn. Uh, the one, not Glenn. The, That's the, true. There's no one Ollie, Ollie, Ollie sympathetic Ollie. character in that. Yeah. yeah. Ollie's like the guy that kind of forms us through it. I think Um, I can't recall what his name is. Actually, I'm looking at the Wikipedia and I just don't know, but like it's the character that from the frame up, he's the first guy we see he's kind of how we get into like the show and show off like, all right, this is the pace and these are, this is the language of these, you know, spinners. Um, yeah. and he, over the course of the series becomes just as terrifying and horrible and, uh, you know, duplicitous as the others. But he actually fundamentally when he starts, he, they, Develop that kind of empathy just by by us just by shitting on him time and time and time again um and you mm-hmm. actually feel it versus when i don't know someone like is like when two of the uh like bigger kind of more powerful personalities in the film in the film or shows like they actually can just laugh at each other and it's like it all falls off like water so you don't get the sense of like oh anyone's being hurt here this is just a horrible system to live
0: in it's funny how much that works in terms of human psychology right because i know i love the office unabashedly even though it has a lot of dated stuff at this point but the dated stuff the way they get (laughs) all their dated stuff by is this exact technique which i find so just fascinating how effective it is where you'll be like well sure, Michael Scott said all this racist horrible shit, but look at him. He's sad. He his <laughs> like I want he, he can't you forgive him. Come on, he knows what he did. And uh, it's crazy that you can stretch that too. I mean, sure, he disappeared a couple million people, but look at him. He's, sad. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, sad. You don't have to be a dick to him, to his face. You know, there's still that It's his birthday. level of it. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think it's, you know, you use straightforward techniques when they work. So in this movie, we have, in case you're confused, because we're seeing a, a garden of monsters in full flower... Uh Baria, we see rape someone like right yeah. before the end game of the movie. So you're mm-hmm. like, okay, that guy, that yeah. guy's gotta get got. Um a straightforward but effective technique, right? Yeah. And I think very, very interesting take to have Baria at the end in his death throes go, You all do this shit too. You're rapists, you're all you're the rapist. And uh you have to wonder. You're like, well, we haven't seen Michael Palin rape anyone over the course of this film, but I wouldn't be surprised, you know, oh, yeah. to these, find these, this out about all these people. Yeah. The
2: committee presiding over Soviet Russia, uh, a world where right. literally every single person we see on screen is terrified of them. Yeah, yeah I bet they did some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, Which, it is. Yeah. It's effective in making you be like, but Berea, at least he got. Yeah. At least Scar was fed to the hyenas.
1: I right. get the sense that for some reason he's the monster that we would like break the camel's back. Like he's yeah, too sure. much. We can tolerate these other monsters, which is part of the gag, you know. Like the ending, the epilogue role. Uh, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Khrushchev became the head of the government, and then tell this fucker yeah, took his place, guy. I guess. And then it, the guy just like looks over look his this back, Eugene yeah. looking motherfucker. And guy. it's just a <laughs> cyclic ending for this type of satire that really, really works. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is does. Oh, I wish I was smarter than I am. Uh, I'm 36 now. I'm reckoning that. Yeah, I'm probably not going to get much smarter. Hey, (laughs) does anyone know the deal with Brezhnev? Like, what are the big bullet point takeaways of good guy, bad guy? How do you do
2: for the country? I I don't know shit about fuck following movie (laughs) logic. I think he's bad. I think we're to assume he's bad. That it just Uh, goes and goes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just... Like yeah. trying to interpret movie vocabulary.
0: Hey, I'd yeah. love if listeners wrote in with if you have a strong Leonid Brezhnev take. Brezhnev, yeah. Give us your Brezhnev takes. Know. Yeah.
1: And not just the eyebrows, which I know is yeah. the first thing <laughs> that's that people it. Said.
0: That's all I have to work with, people. That's, yeah.
2: <laughs> One other casting thing that I loved that uh, was a big takeaway from this for me for this movie is uh, are we just, did everyone else just ignore that? jason isaacs is was, a comedy oh, fucking powerhouse he's so good oh, right.
1: he's so fucking good it's
2: ah yes he's been just sneering bad guy for his entire career and then he shows mm-hmm. up here big dick comedy superstar and like can we not can did we not do we not know how to how to how to point this what are we doing why aren't we using him yeah are we gonna right.
0: Ham this come on <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah uh it, it, I love that this is also this is another type that Ianucci has right like Peter Capaldi in Thick of It yeah. uh, James Gandolfini, Gandolfini. in The Loop you just get these uh just unrepressed assholes <laughs> just yeah. absolutely mm. just let loose at all times with their assholeness yeah. just it's it's a great character and I think that uh it's best utilized in this film because he just they he throws him into the mix after yeah. everything's chaos already. <laughs> it's just like, and here's this. And he just like takes over the movie. One of the next to uh, yeah. Uh mm. So good.
2: It is very fun to see his particular brand of assholeishness because for so long we're stuck with the committee that is uh so beholden to um they're all sniveling de- manipulators. De- decorum right? and and, yeah. and and like following Spineless. procedures and protocol. And then you get this guy who's like, hey, what the fuck? My army's bored. I want to kill something. What are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah.
1: Can, can I kill somebody? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh, that guy actually will probably be in charge because yeah. <laughs> he's already leading the room. Uh, it's so great. It's so great. Uh, it's like, like when so many...
0: Soren would show up to After Hours and we'd all instinctively show our bellies. Yeah, <laughs> Finally, <laughs> exactly. an adult is here, yeah.
2: <laughs> also, uh when Jason Isaac's character right before he hits uh Group of Friends character, uh, vasili Vasily, Vasali. Uh Vazukov
0: and Vasily respectively. Vasily.
2: Mm-hmm. Um uh, and vasily shouts medic before anything has happened <laughs> amazing <laughs> joke knows, amazing thing knows. yeah there's so um there's so many
1: that scene is amazing uh there's so many singular performances in this film i'm sure mm-hmm. we could just like do quotes the entire hour uh <laughs> i some, just, of the, yeah.
0: some of the like this this line stands to me a, above all it's the quintessential political satire line that that there could be, almost, <laughs> which is a room full of guys all voting on something that they all disagree on, and the lead guy goes... Carried <laughs> unanimously?
1: <laughs> and they all slowly and are and forced and to raise and their hands. It like, changes. It goes, Carried ah, unanimously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, and now it's not even a question anymore. Uh, yeah, it has so many things
0: great. that are the fundamental building blocks of satire there's In also some yeah.
1: good jokes that are just like oh resonant like for example this this time this view and I noticed that when they lift Stalin's body for the first time off the floor mm-hmm. and there's like four or five of them they do they do count <laughs> where they go three two and then they pause and look at each other and then one <laughs> of them says one and then they go lift and then <laughs> And they all go different variations of Jesus or like it, it didn't <laughs> yeah. work. And I love that because like you were pointing out with the orchestra, uh, but it's no one will lead and no one will follow. It's like, it's such a good joke that's wrapped up on like exactly what, what is the subtext of all of their se- like where their characters are going. So it's just, Oh, I, I and yeah,
0: they use the very fact that's their main defense for doing things that are morally dubious, or, right? Yeah. Is my hands are tied by the strictures. Well, we all agreed. The committee says this is the system. Um, and they just constantly hide behind that as why, well, things are going this way. Cause that's the way it is. Like, I think we should wait until we're core it core it. The room's yeah. only 75% <laughs> conscious. Uh, like everything has to be by the book. Systematized. To the point that I think the biggest laugh for me in the entire movie is they do repeated blocking jokes about how they want to go, like if they could, right? They would be attacking each other with their, you know, fists and claws. B- but like on the inside, but on the outside, they have to stand in this spot because they're doing some state function that's choreographed. Yeah. So you have the thing where they're like hissing insults at each other. But man, when I think it's Khrushchev and Malenkov. I forget exactly, but someone goes, let me switch with you. No. (laughs) Oh, come on. We'll just do it slowly like it's part of the ceremony. <laughs> the and he slowly walks like crab the walks over in doing? front of what? him. He
1: goes, what the, what the, the fuck, fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I also love he's like, let me switch with you. And is like the first start. And, and goes, Jeffrey Tambor's just like, no. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, and then, so he says, no. It. And then what the fuck are you doing? Those are the only lines <laughs> yeah, yeah. he says. <laughs> it's, it, <laughs> I love it because it's also, it's all these, ma- it, it makes fun of these machinations because you start, there's something about the allure of it. It happens in the thick of it as well, where you go like, oh, you kind of want him to succeed because it's halfway clever. uh it, You know, it's like, oh, you, that, that kind of thing might actually work and then he'll win. And I want to see who's going to win. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love those jokes where it's just like, all this shit is nonsense. Anytime it takes the wind out of the sails, uh, out of the planning of the main characters, it's it's beautiful in my book. And that's woven
0: down to a structural element. Like, we talked about Michael Palin, who I think his main function, or... I mean, aside from being the one who orders Barry's execution, technically, is to argue for a kill list that he doesn't know he was on (laughs) because he's Mm -hmm, like um look just because stalin died doesn't mean we shouldn't kill all the people he wanted dead (laughs) and unbeknownst to him his name is on that list and he's the voice in the room it's like it's very Herc from the wire right like you don't even know the butterfly effect of the stupid shit you're doing in your little corner and how it shakes the spider web elsewhere um, yeah. so it's not just, it's got every level. It's like, a, you know, it's the perfect cake you slice into and there's good stuff all the way down in terms of, there are like jokes that are just brilliant one-liners. There's just people cursing and it's funny cause Sam yeah. swears. And then structurally you're like, ah, what tragedy is man? Oh, the, yeah. the oh, the <laughs> conundrum that Michael Palin has <laughs> twisted himself into. It's just it's through and through. It is what it is. It's got Mm -hmm. consistency. I love it.
1: I I love that. Yeah. There's, it really, I can't stress enough how much this works. Like this whole system works so much better in this, in this setup, like, because it's, so much darker than like something like 1984 they yeah. literally murder a house of workers and soldiers just because those in power are like better safe than sorry <laughs> you know stalin's dead i don't want any other information there is no other information Khrushchev causes a riot that kills thousands 50 yeah. just
0: for like to piss off the other guy or yeah well, to, yeah,
1: to make him show his ass but yeah. it, it works but it's like yeah at what cost and he doesn't seem to care and you get that again at the end when he talks to his uh, son's daughter and he's just like you'll be safe but listen here's the fucking deal <laughs> and she responds with one of the cu- most cutting things that you could have said to him which is I never thought it would be you you know she's gonna be killed or just I, sent away no I think it's just, I think she's gonna just gonna listen. sidelined yeah yeah. yeah. Uh but I just love her response there because it's just like it's exactly the kind of thing that would get under the nails of uh of Khrushchev. You know, just you were not the one in the room who I thought was actually gonna make the ploy. You know, yeah. you were nothing. I thought little yeah. of you. And he's like, No, I'm a big man, you know, and that's his <laughs> yeah. point.
0: Yeah. Good stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh I also like uh, Khrushchev, who the fuck in their right mind would want everlasting life? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: The the endless conversation.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then if it all goes wrong, we blame Lady Suck Suck. Then we shoot her. Good, good, yeah. See? We're better as a committee. We're better
1: as a committee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're solving problems now. It's working.
1: Yeah, uh... Yeah, in the same vein about the spinelessness, too. Uh, talking about Polina uh, after she's gotten out of jail from with Beria. Khrushchev yeah. uh, mm-hmm. is like, she was a parasite. She betrayed all of us. And in fact, she walks in, the evidence was flimsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just on a dime, doesn't even, yeah. just,
2: like, no beat change. That was one of the most uh, political cartoon- moments of it for me in a way that still yeah. worked but it's it's, it's yeah, very it like
0: mm-hmm.
2: i'm i'm talking about my boss behind his back and then i turn around and there's my boss and i and i pivot on a dime like a very old very uh effective comedy technique that no matter how many times i've seen it still worked in this movie everything worked in this movie <laughs> all of it it's clever well, it's clowny It's,
1: it's perfect. yeah it's one of the best comedies in the last five five six years so yeah In my opinion, um, it's, it's got it all. That's the thing just
0: in terms of how funny it is also. Yeah. What a delight it is to behold, but if you're into that, I feel like at the risk of bringing it down. Well, when I ask Katie and Cody questions like this, it gets, it sometimes brings things down, but well, we're talking about it working and Daniel, you're right for last week tonight, which I think aside from also just trying to be very funny.
2: Sure. As, as a departure from my main job as a podcaster. Exactly. I, On the side. Yeah, when I you moonlight. moonlight for for last <laughs> week. <laughs>
0: uh, it ostensibly wants to change the world in some way for the better, as well as be very funny, or at least put messages out into the world that are aligned with its values or the values of the team or John Oliver, who you know, whatever you consider the hive mind that represents that show. Sure. Um, do you think it... <laughs> Do you think it ever works? Because then I watch something like this movie and I'm like, it's it's kind of very, very sad that this is so spot on. And all it's really saying is uh, it just goes round and round and round. And the guy at the top is always an asshole and it'll always fuck us. And that's why we're always fucked. Um, Yeah. How do you leave? Like, do you leave? Do you feel weighed down when you leave this movie or do you feel like invigorated? because it was so funny how do you come away i feel invigorated like
2: as a writer i feel very invigorated because it was so funny it makes Mm -hmm. me want to write and 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 it uh gives me a nice uh example of what comedy can be and what we can say with writing what we can do with writing to to circle back a bit to you asked, does it does stuff like this work which is which is certainly uh a a Thought that occupies a lot of space in in my brain. I'm I'm always very curious what we mean when we say does something work. And this is mm-hmm. top of mind right now because there's a big John Stewart piece that's been going around in the Atlantic lately that's oh, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. like like was the Daily Show successful mm-hmm. or does none of it matter? And uh, the metrics that by the metrics that the Atlantic has chosen, it seems like an unsuccessful show because the Daily Show at, at its peak with John Stewart was speaking truth to power and 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 warning about the the way the media is sensationalizing certain events he he left the show and then trump happened and Mm. and misinformation has been worse than ever before so if that's the metric that you're choosing to evaluate then then yeah daily show didn't work but the I to me that's just a a a question of metrics because yeah. without like like Daily Show formed my uh, political understanding and and helped shape me to be the kind of progressive liberal person that I am who is engineering my life in a way that that I I I hope is good and uh, I think that's sort of what that's that's the spirit that I take into my work at Last Week Tonight. I don't really think about is if we do a piece on recycling, is it going to fix recycling? If we do something on climate change, are we going to reverse change climate change? X number of people's uh, mind. That's no. yeah. Um, I don't really think that way because that's that's crippling from a writing perspective. Um, but I do think if we could we can. Wake a few people up and change some minds and shape some minds, uh, and I think on that score, death of Stalin can do the same thing. There, there are, are people who are going to watch this movie and be different afterwards, and that's and that's like a corny cliche thing to say. Like if you could change one mind, then that's a big deal, but it is. I, 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 I it, it does matter that someone's going to see the death of Stalin and and their hackles are going to go up. When something smells like fascism to them, it's a big deal in the same way that Jon Stewart sounded reasonable after 9-11. And now I'm this person who votes the way that I vote and d- and does the things that I do mm-hmm. and, and and wants to make this planet uh, safer and kinder and uh, longer lasting.
0: Hell yeah.
2: yeah. Did any of that make sense? We Yes, can all I also out. think, no, no, oh, no, and we will,
0: but I think there's inherent <laughs> value in elucidating something beautifully even if it's like sometimes i get down just about the fact of like an animal farm was already written you know what i mean or like it didn't and now this is still hitting it still seems true i'm sure in 25 years there will be another beautiful satire of like the kafka-esque bureaucratic nightmare that crushes us all and it'll probably still be relevant um but I do think there's tremendous value simply in elucidating something that deserves to be elucidated in a beautiful, clear way that, right. Like you say, it could give shape to, maybe it won't change someone's mind, but maybe it can give shape and form to the thoughts, the nascent thoughts that someone's having in this direction. You know, a young person, especially can be like, Oh, this is what I believe, but this is, this is a touchstone for me that I can rely upon now to know what I believe. Uh, yeah. Good answer. Good show. Yeah, I think Woo. it's a good, good answer. Writer, if, good writer. Um, good
1: podcast. If it does happen, <laughs> if it does happen to me, that's an additional effect. You can't aim for it because you can control minds. I mean, stories are the closest thing we can really do to it. Yeah. But like, I have no, I have no kind of delusions that it's. It, we do this job mainly for ourselves, and that answer is a good answer. But it's also an answer that makes us feel very good about that answer you know what i mean (laughs) not that i'm not saying i'm not putting that evil on you i I do think that you can actually believe it and i don't think that that's like drinking some form of kool-aid or some shit i believe it myself but i think you know as long as we're walking into this every room knowing that we are and always have been a bunch of fucking clowns yeah um i think that that's the right impetus to go forward with that Momentum you know to yeah. say like oh and we also Said a thing Ha! <laughs> it's so stupid Why did we say that thing it should Be our politicians it should be someone Else but like if no one's saying it Then yeah I guess comedians do Become a little bit more important But that's just like saying High tides raise high tide raises All ships everyone is now more important Because no one's saying the nonsense or that Aaron Sorkin uh, can
0: if, write a speech that will reverse yeah. Historical forces right Which is asking
1: <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah Order! Order! order. Oh, that ending is so good. Dismantle this system, sir! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I
0: think that's right. And that, then they do I that...
2: That's that, right. that- Post credits, uh, yeah. the epilogues and texts. It's great. It's like, and Jeremy Jeez. Strong got hit by a bus. <laughs> good night, everybody.
1: Yeah, it's just like, what the fuck was any <laughs> It's just like none of this matters. Uh, yeah, it's it can be nonsense, and it should be laughed at for being nonsense because that's what it is. And I, yeah. I, I don't know. I think that that's. I think your answer is good. I also like my answer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: love love. And I my also think answer. even like like even making nonsense is uh it's political and it's also itself like connection you know like even right. e- like that's when, true. it's it's i don't agree with a sort of false dichotomy of like we're just being clowns as if that's not itself like a statement of purpose and mm-hmm. right. uh an attempt to reach out to other people who are also clowns uh to connect and and uh form community
0: you're not just yeah, being sure. clown. You are a clown, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are a clown.
1: You are a clown. God. God, just a bunch of jokers. Just yeah. three,
2: huh? Mhm. <laughs> damn. Which so uh if all three of us are jokers, which which is which uh <laughs> joker? Abe.
1: Oh god. Well, I think I think Michael has to be 100%. Uh, Jared Leto. No, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just gives me the vibes, Dan. Cherry, donkey. I, no. I guess I, I, I guess I put you, Dan, as uh, Heath Ledger, just because sure. um, I think there's a l- you're a little bit more sincere than the rest of us. Oh, and that I guess you. leaves me the pride, the crown jewel. Yeah, Barry the Keegan,
0: or what? Isn't that his name? <laughs> <Everyone>? <laughs> Guy who had one scene in the Batman. That's you, Abe. That's you all over. Yeah, him. yeah, that's
1: me. That's me.
0: <laughs>
2: Cause I'm Jack, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even include Jack. I could have included Jack. I didn't. I really I thought. Know why.
2: I thought you were being sincere in the beginning, and I thought you were going <laughs> to give Michael Caesar uh romero because i thought that was yeah, that choice that but the the he is the jared bad. leto man oof oof
1: now <laughs> Ooh, that i hear boy. it it is
2: it is perfect
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh i just like to dunk on my co-host whenever i can to make to remind him that who's actually in power
0: ably done yes.
1: sir <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, I'm going to ally myself with your unborn child and no! ultimately have you burned to death outside the.
1: The machinations, gulag, they're yeah. too deep. I'll find myself lit on fire by the end of this. Broadcast. I will bury
0: you in history, you fat fucker.
1: Yeah, yeah, keep Um, it coming. Uh oh yeah, that reminds me of the one of my favorite lines is also Jesus, it's the bishops. I thought we banned those freaks. (laughs) (laughs) Just the absolute disdain Michael Palin has for bishops in this movie. It's just a good running joke, just a (laughs) solid running joke. He just hates them absolutely Mm. without abandon.
0: But if you do nothing else, watch Vasily rushing in to the brain surgery room, oh, shooting yeah, everyone. Yeah, the entire scene is available yeah, on YouTube. Yeah.
2: If you don't, if you don't, want oh, to is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm. But do yourselves a favor. Right watch the whole
0: this. movie. It is a treat. Uh, and speaking of treats, I think we're done with this one. I think I feel oh, yeah. right.
2: I kind of we we, we kind the, of flipped the, it. Yeah. the The, the treat is. We don't have to do a podcast anymore? Is that when you say? Speaking of treats. It's done? <laughs> treat.
0: No, no, no. This was a little treat for Zach S. And it's a, it's the best kind of treat because it can be, it's divisible without diminishing itself, which means the listeners Ooh. can enjoy it. Zach, we hope you That's enjoyed true. it. Uh, I know I always enjoy an excuse to talk to my friend, Daniel. So thank you for Absolutely. being here, sir. And when, uh, where I guess rather, which can people find
2: your stuff elsewhere? (laughs) <laughs> uh it's the, the hbo max streaming app there you go I, that uh, purple square yeah you know the one Fucking that yeah. mr hbo he owns yeah. hbo don't forget quick uh,
0: question look it up wherever you quick find quick question podcasts. the podcast yeah. check
2: out quick Woo. question the podcast um uh we're having a lot of fun doing it and we're, we're cooking up some some cool ideas for some future episodes mm. um oh
0: interesting i'm late uh, in saying this because I, guess- I think it's been a while since we've spoken but great new theme man New theme song looks oh. really great.
2: Our theme song by the fabulous band Me Rex. You can Rex. you can find them on Bandcamp. They've got a new album out uh, called Plesiosaur. I want to say, and they're just fantastic. Plesiosaur
0: on theme. Yeah. I like mm. it.
1: There you go, dishing it out. Typical, uh, typical Dan O'Brien to send send the plug somewhere else. <laughs> Very on brand, my friend. Very good. It's always a pleasure it. to have you. We just had Soren on. So, Oh, what uh, did you guys talk about? The Cutting, the cutting Edge. edge. <laughs> <laughs> what is equally you equally
0: seen that film? Uh, trenchant satire. Yeah, look it up. Is it about <laughs> it's skating? skating? It's about figure skating. Yeah, it's yeah, skating. Skating. yeah that's right.
1: <laughs> uh, a hockey player and a figure fall skater in love. fall in love. Sore. Odd classic odd couple, Man. you know, classic ro- uh romantics sports comedy.
2: One of these um, days, I'm really looking forward to it. Eventually, Soren is going to see a movie that came out within the last ten years, and I, I, I can't wait for that moment. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like it was cutting edge. No, no, definitely uh, no. It definitely wasn't late eighties, <clears throat> early nineties. One guy. of
1: these days, though, I have beef with Soren, and you can tell him. I didn't oh, have yeah. the uh, I didn't, didn't have the, spine the guts to bring it myself. up. Apparently, yeah. no, no, no. no. Uh, sure. There's one guy. There's one guy who loves the Saint. And it's this guy. <laughs> it's Abraham Jefferson. Yeah, and he's probably uh, like, a, oh. I. And, and you tell him that, and I bet his response will be, "I haven't thought about the saint forever. <laughs> I don't think it. I don't." And think you come back and all. you confirm that,
0: so that Abe can claim the win. Yeah, I will. So yes. I can
1: finally put this to bed. I'm the saint
2: guy. I Got like it. the saint. Do you? Uh, because people can only be one thing. Like yes. me, I'm a podcaster. You, you so if you're it. the saint guy, you would have to hand in your badge and gun and no longer be the mummy guy. Are you are you okay? With and that? I
0: know that Robert Evans uh, is crouching in the wings ready to claim the slot right. of mummy
1: guy. He's dying for it. No. No. <laughs> no, I'll never give it up. I will fucking go to hell before I give up both movies. <laughs> yes, yeah, so what I'm selfish, I got problems. Uh, but thank you again, man. This is always of a pleasure. Uh, a what else? What else do you got, Michael? Are we out of here? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a small beans endeavor
0: we're a bunch of pals who make podcasts sketches music web series and movies the beans always have new ideas percolating so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash that's patreo dot com forward slash small beans where you can browse all of our current and past content see what we've got planned in the future and learn how your support can help the small beans grow into huge giant monster beans